We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's almost February 15th. Super Bowl is over. We're about to get into these nights on the fan where we're just talking about anything baseball-related. Remember last year with the lockout? I felt like I was coming in here reaching. For stuff to talk about, you know, whether it was uh, Mickey Rivers calling in for a little bit or uh, me putting out there, hey, tell me one time that you went to a game by yourself. I've done that a hundred times. <laughs> like One time, like I, that's my norm. I usually show up by myself and leave by myself after the I think after the second or third time I went to Yankee Stadium by, by myself. I was like, this is so much better. It's so much more efficient. I don't want somebody else to have my ticket in their phone. I also don't want to be with someone who doesn't care about the game or the team and the players as much as me. Like, if it doesn't have any weight to you, then I can't hang out with you. Like, we can't go to the game together and you want to get blacked out drunk before we enter because, like, I'm down to party. I'm down to have a couple drinks. But, like, I'm trying to, like, be in there for roll call, see first pitch, see how the guys look, watch the game because I'm there live. I don't know. I'm a baseball fan, a Yankee fan specifically. And being in New York, my number one motivation for being in New York, which is a place that I honestly did not want to be when I was younger. It was scary. It was daunting. It's crowded. Uh, if I can make it there, seemed pretty hard. Didn't think I was going to make it. But my main motivation for being here, when I first got my New York City job at MTV, MTV wasn't paying me that much. I think I was making like $36,000 a year in the the position that I took. But I didn't care what I was making because that train ride to Yankee Stadium was like 30 minutes. I'm going to the game. I don't know about y'all. I'm going to the game. (laughs) I'm I'm going to more Yankee games. Like now that I have a job in the city, I'm going to be at Yankee Stadium a ton. And I don't care if I have to take uh, the train to Port Authority, the bus from Port Authority all the way to exit 109 on the – uh, Garden State Parkway, and then drive 20 minutes home. That's what I used to be doing. I, could, I just care about watching live games. I didn't grow up going to the game. I didn't grow up going to the stadium. So as an adult with my own means and my own time to do that, that's what I, I do. That's just, you know, before I got on WFAN, that's just something I did. And uh, I'm looking forward to this season. I'm looking forward to getting back and rooting for the Yankees. But I'd be lying if I told you I'm optimistic on this team. I'd be lying if I told you I think this is a team that can win a championship. Bringing in Carlos Rodon is cool. I saw Domingo Herman is going to wear number zero because Rodon is going to wear 55, take the jersey right off his back. Let me get that from you. I think it should help Garrett Cole. I don't think Garrett Cole is going to give up 33 home runs again. And I think having another ace, you know, following you up, that's going to take off some of the pressure. Nestor Cortez is all in, tweaked his hamstring, but we're not worried about that, right? The World Baseball Classic is going to be cool, but, like, we're focused on 28. We're focused on the World Series. Same thing goes for the Mets, right? Brandon Nimmo talked about, uh, you know, last time I did get hurt in the last game, I would you know, be kicking myself if I got injured. We're all in 
for the World Series. We want a ring. Edwin Diaz, Edwin Diaz has been talking big since he got that money. Edwin Diaz came out and said that today. Or maybe it was yesterday. He said, we're looking forward to winning a ring. And you just heard on the uh, last update, you know, he said, I'm you know, I'm going to keep throwing my two pitches and strike everybody out. All right, Edwin. Last year is going to be hard to top, bro. Here's some of that Edwin Diaz stuff about the bar. You know, our expectation is win the championship, so we are looking forward to start winning games and try to be in the World Series. Cut mm-hmm. dry to the point. And he had some other stuff about Timmy Trumpet and, like, striking people out, and he's glad that he's back. But it's clear that the Mets are setting the bar at essentially World Series or bust for them, which I love as a fan because it's, for Mets fans, you, we're not that used to that. But when it became clear that Steve Cohen and the Mets are just looking to buy players and buy a World Series, which is what they're doing, which I'm fine with, I think it's clear that the players know that now. So now the pressure and the onus is on the players because Steve Cohen did what he had to do for the most part. He shelled out the money. The Correa thing didn't happen. The offense is still kind of looking the same, and that was my main thing. But the pieces should be there for a deep, deep run for the Mets. So it's going to be up to them. And I'm not going to count injuries because injuries happen. Whatever happens, happens, right? Anyone can get hurt like that. Whether it's, you know, Pete Alonzo, Aaron Judge, injuries happen. It's sports. That you, nothing you can do about that. You can control, though, mental mistakes, how you play, and the team around you. And th- that's where the Mets now feel like, all right, we have the team. Let's. This is New York. Yeah. This is year three of Steve Cohen being here. These are the make it happen Mets. It's time to make it happen. And it's going to get to the point where they're the make it happen Mets are because they make it happen sounds like they're like, you know, like a pack of young puppies trying to like, you know, find their way. It's getting to the point where they're not young. They're not young. (laughs) And like I named them the make it happen Mets because they're going to like enforce their will, impose their will. Right. Like they have so much talent and they have the owner that like if you're supposed to be the the new George Steinbrenner, you're you're setting the bar at World Series like George did. It's winning and not winning, uh, you know, a a game in the wild card round. No, it's almost like he's asking Mets fans to forget what happens in for 162 games. You got to believe and just focus on the uh, focus on the postseason. And and I've been I've been always toying with that as as a baseball fan, as a Mets fan of putting so much mental effort and mental time and emotion into the regular season when it's when <laughs> really the Yankees I want, universe. That's what every I, Yankee I, said. What does. I want is what you want, which is just a world <laughs> series title. So yeah. if you could just like sleepwalk through 162 games and just get to October and just have four to six weeks of just like pounding at the flesh and like winning a world series title, would that make your life Nah, easier, I don't want to sleepwalk Do you want to deal the ups with the ups and yeah, the, and, and the downs the and journey. the peaks, valleys? Uh, my guy, Joe's McFly, used to say 162 one-game seasons. Because Yankees fans, you would think the Yankees lose the Yankees lose opening day this year is going to be hell. Especially <laughs> for the Joe's McFly guy. That guy is out of control. But like, Joe's is like that. Like He literally yes. cares about... Because we've spoken about this before, about how much that guy... I wish I cared about something as much as that guy cares about the Yankees every single game. <laughs> Sal Licata had a great line on him because... Uh, and Joe's is also just like genuine guy, went viral, super lucky because he's a nice guy and like good you energy. Know, that, that comes across in the videos too about how genuine, how like... 
the guy, you know this isn't an act. He le- You can tell he Bro, legit his crib, cares. His crib is a 20-minute walk from Yankee Stadium. I've, I've been at his house with his family and in that basement watching Yankees games with him recording podcasts. Like, you talk about a guy that grew up in the Bronx in the era that the Yankees were winning World Series. That's Joe's McFly. And Sal Licata was talking about him because Joe's went to Tampa and he entered the uh, 50-50 and he won. Right, this is the same guy that went viral when Aroldis Chapman gave up a home run to Rafael Devers. He just happened to be recording, and he goes viral. Like Joe's is that kind of guy, so he wins the fifteen thousand dollars in Tampa, the first and only time he ever went to Trash Canna Field, and he's just like kind of in like disbelief, but like happy, but not too excited. And Salicata is like, this guy will lose his mind over a John Carlos Stanton home run. He wins $15,000. He doesn't bat an eye at it. He's like, oh, 15K, <laughs> don't worry about it. It's all good, man. This is this is so cool. Giancarlo, Giancarlo goes 0 for 5. The Yankees lose 10-2 in April. This he's is out of control. Yeah, he's, he's yelling at the screen. He's flipping over tables. It's just, it, it's fun. Bro, the, the want that we all have, and, and the Yankees universe has created uh, just like a different feel. I mean, with Joe's, with John Boy, Jake, um, those guys, what they've done building John Boy Media and then even getting into like Yes Network. I mean, me being at John Boy Media, leaving, coming into the fan, it's like the Yankees Twitter people that were doing podcasts and vlogs and content around the stadium, we've kind of grown up a little bit and, and grown out into the New York media, which I think is great because like we are authentic. We are the ones, but you can just tell the hunger and the thirst and the want that we all have to get back to a World Series and win. It's starting to get frustrating, bro. It's starting to get real frustrating, especially, like, thinking about where we all were in 2009. Like, I was in college, bro. I was 15 years ago. Yeah, I, I I just said I've been with my wife for 13 years. We met the year that, like, we met the year before the Yankees won the World Series. But we started hooking up, dating, talking that year. 2009 into 2010. The days of Tex and Giambi and A-Rod. That was a long time ago. Oh, it's incredible. It's a long time ago. Yeah. It's funny with the way John Boy has it with the Yankees. I have that feeling kind of with the seven line who started up as just a group of fans. Yeah. And then they turned that into officially licensed merch in the stadium. Baseball. Big Everybody recognizes them across they have a baseball and travel field. other places. Shout out to Darren Meenan. I met Darren in the fan cave. Yeah, my friend awesome Dan. guy. And I've been, I've been, I've been to a few seven line things. I did seven line opening days for a four or five straight years so yeah. during my. Like I think this is like going to be twenty or twenty one straight Mets opening days. I've been to at this point for this season, for this year when it comes, and a few of those I did with the seven line. It's great. It, it, it's it's pure just like bliss out there. Yeah. And it's, you know, and a lot of those guys back in the day, they knew the team was trash. They they knew it. I knew it. You, you, you had to be stupid not to realize it. But it's opening day and you, you just stay get, down till you come up. You, you, you just get out eventually. There. Yes. It's it's. And now we're at this yeah, point. Yeah, 2015. Yep. But now you got Steve Cohen. Well, the, that 2015 thing, because it's kind of when I was growing up in the late 90s, early 2000s, the Royals were awful. Right, the Royals were just trash. They would lose every single season. I remember. And then we would, and then me and my friends, we would, we would talk about, it. and we were like 15, 16 at the time, and we were like, should we just become Royals fans? Because at one point, 
they're going to suck enough that they're going to get a lot of good players, and they're just going to be better. Mm -hmm. They're just going to be good because they're going to be so bad that they're going to get so many they good players. They called that with them and the Astros that eventually they it would come around through the draft that both of those teams would win World Series, and they did. Stay down till you come up. And that's the thing, right? We're not down as Yankees fans. We know we're at the top. We know that we have the money and the players and the, the wild fan base. That's why we're like, yo, what, what's going on? The right. Astros can get to six straight American League championships, go to the World Series every other year. We can't crack through and beat them. We can't figure that out. Oh, they were cheating. Okay. But now they just want another one, what we think, fair and square. Um I think the hunger of the Yankees fan, especially like, you know, the millennials that grew up with the core four and that dynasty that kind of brainwashed us into thinking, hey, these are the New York Yankees. They're going to be in it every year. Well, we're in it every year, but we're not really in the fall classic anymore. And now you've got grown men that are in their mid-30s. You know, we're getting up there closer to 40. And we're like, hey, um, it's been a while. <laughs> Uh, we don't want to hear it anymore. We don't want to hear the excuses anymore. Get back to the mountaintop. Yep. What's going on here? There's only so many excuses Yankee fans are going to be willing to take. And the Astros cheating thing, that that's almost, what was that, seven years ago, six years ago? Nobody that should be the nobody should care about that anymore. I, I mean, that, that's, And they can't because they just won. Right, and they just won again. And who knows what would have happened if they weren't cheating. Maybe they still beat you. Nobody knows that. But the, the Yankees did not hit the ball. In Tropicana, or not Tropicana, uh, yeah, Tropicana, uh, no, not Tropicana, Minute Maid, stupid orange juice ballparks. Um, the juice box. I hate both of those places. Like, I've had chances to go to Tampa to go to uh, tro the Trop. I don't want to go. It's a dumpster. Uh, Minute Maid Park, I'm, I don't know. I don't want to go to the city of Houston, but it's been a house of horrors. I'll have terrible flashbacks in that ballpark. I just don't care to go. And I'm on a conquest to see all the ballparks. I've seen like 15 of them. But there's some that I'm just like, whatever. If I'm paid to go, I'll go. But I'm not going out of my way to go sit amongst Astros fans or Tampa Bay Rays fans in their garbage ballparks. I'll be right here in the Bronx. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.